What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Shift EQ Podcast with Alan Kay, your favorite EQ health and fitness podcast. This is episode four. I'm going to go about go over the seven big takeaways I had from uh, this past marathon that I ran a couple weeks ago. But before I get into this, I want to thank everybody who joined me last week on a look good, feel good play good shift to equity workshop. Uh, it is a workshop that is designed to get you to your health and fitness goals based on what you're already doing. I show you how to make efficiencies out of your current routine and show you how to make your goals possible based on what you love doing. Um, that is hosted on zoom on the first of, uh, first Monday of every single month. It's four days, uh, from 5 PM to 6 PM Pacific standard, so add whatever hours you got to do to whatever time zone you're in if you're not in the Pacific Standard Time. All right. So this episode is going to be about the marathon. And I don't want to make it your same typical boring marathon. So I want to at least give you seven big personal takeaways that I had uh, from never having ran a marathon to now training for it and now being deemed a runner uh, based on the fact that I completed it. So here we go. Number one, holy fuck, there is a lot of running. And to be exact, is it an absolute metric fuck ton? Um, I train three to four times a week, anywhere between four miles to six miles to five miles to 10 miles. Um, and then I had one big long run every single Saturday. And that long run was like 11, 13, 15, 17. Uh, and I never got above 20. 20 is actually the limit for which they say that you can actually cause damage on your body. So usually people that run marathons never actually run the whole 26.2 miles. Um, they just run the 20 up until that point. But yes, if you're going to be trying to train for a marathon and train properly without injuring yourself, uh, you got to get up to that kind of volume. You have to get ready for it. Um, you just have to get used to it and there's no other way than to run. Number two, get your mind right. You know, too many times I talk about with the marathon, like, holy shit, you know, fuck that 26.2 miles, 26.2 miles. Fuck that. Fuck that. You know, literally that was my mindset before I started running. Um, but if your mindset is fuck that, you're going to find fuck that reasons and you're never going to fucking do that. So if you want to start working towards a marathon, you have to think it's possible. You have to start envisioning yourself um, with regards to completing that 26.2 miles, but break that down. You know, you can break that 26.2 into a half marathon, which is 13.1. You can further break that, break that down to about a 10K, which is about, I think, a little over seven miles. Then you could do that into a 5K. It's about understanding where you are currently and then building yourself up. And then when you start realizing, start, you know, start breaking, oh, if I could get two and a half K, then I could get a 5K, then I could do a 10K. It's about that progression. It's about honing that journey. Um, and visualizing and reverse engineering that goal and then visualizing that reverse engineering is how you actually see not only is that goal possible, but then that's literally your roadmap to get there. So break down your goal into more reasonable goals, and then you'll be able to see the big picture. Number three, that being said, download the Nike Run Club app or some other app that tracks your stats when you're running. I know that for me, I 
the more that I ran, the more uh, miles I was putting on every single month. I wanted to beat that every single month, and I was. I was beating my pace, the current pace. You know, it gives you like a monthly, you're running nine and a half miles or minutes per mile this month. So I would always try to improve on those numbers. Um, and that is what eventually got me to realize that, hey, I fell in love with running. Um, and I also fell in love with the process of improving myself. <laughs> I really created like, an NBA 2K player, and I was just com- constantly earning that VC to, uh, you know, upgrade my attributes. That's exactly what I was doing uh, with myself, except I was doing it in real life, you know. Um, and it was a very fulfilling uh, journey to see my progress and to see it constantly improving on a regular basis. So I would highly, highly download, highly, highly recommend you download the Nike Run Club app. Um, it is an absolutely amazing app that tracks everything that you're doing. And if you're anything like me who likes to constantly see that improvement, it only enhances it, promotes it, um, and it definitely cuts out your work for you in a, in a very enjoyable process. Number four, I did talk about 26.2 miles. It's funny on how many people, it's not that they don't know that it's 26.2 miles, but the majority of the people that don't know that a marathon is 26.2 miles are also confused when you tell them that a half marathon is 13.1. <sighs> I can't tell you how many times I would be asked, how long is a marathon? Oh, 26.2. Well, how long is a half? It's 12, right? 11? <laughs> it's 13.1. Ironically, it's literally half of a marathon. Which ironically brings me to my next point, the runner's high. One of the coolest things I learned about running is that the runner's high is an actual fucking high. Now, let me explain. So the runner's high, if you're not familiar with it, is literally at this point of running where the music is going good, the breathing is going perfect, the muscles are going great. It feels like nothing can touch you and nothing's going to stop you. Um, I've literally been at a point where like, I'll be at mile six blackout and then be at mile nine and just feeling amazing while I'm running the entire time. It's like, holy shit, how did I teleport here? Right? So now up until recently, they thought that this was due to your endorphins being released into your bloodstream. The thing is that although endorphins are naked to the human eye, the endorphin molecule is actually too big to cross over the blood-brain barrier that protects the brain from toxic pathogens and toxic molecules. And although there's no definitive reason for the cause of this runner's high, some research suggests that the cause of the runner's high is anandamide. And now an anandamide is actually found in high concentration in people's blood when they're completing a run. Now, what is anandamide? An anandamide is a cannabinoid that is responsible for short-term psychoactive effects such as reduced anxiety, a feeling of calm, and euphoria. So, there is a possible chance that your body is actually getting high when you're running and getting to this point. That same research actually compared the effects of THC and of the same high than when people describe it, and they actually concluded it to be almost the same. Number six, you have to be mentally engaged. Um, About four weeks before the training, 
I had this one 20 mile run. And to be honest with you, I was just focusing on working on my poses, working on my workouts because I have a physique competition. I wasn't fueling properly. I wasn't stretching as much. And when I had my first practice, 20 mile run, by the way, they call a lot of runners call it 20 mile and I guess it's starting to rub off on me too. The run killed me. Literally by mile 10, I wasn't running. I was walking. I was, and I had to walk probably the next seven miles and I ran the last two. Um, but I definitely was not prepared for that 20 mile run. And it doesn't matter if I was running 17 miles the week before, 15 miles the week before that. Like it's still 20 miles to get to that point. It still takes preparation. Do not underestimate what you've already completed it just because you've completed it. It's still a 20 mile run. And by the next week, I didn't miss a proper meal. I didn't miss fueling opportunities. I stretched every single day, did every single practice run during the week. And I went from five and a half hours a week before to five hours or correction. I went from five and a half hours the week before to three hours um, to improve. And to be honest with you, that's the moment when I knew I was going to be able to complete the marathon. Um, obviously, when you're training and you can't complete 20, how the hell are you going to complete 26? But I knew damn well that as soon as I finished 20, I was for sure going to reach 26. That was a huge milestone for me uh, getting to that point. Now, the last one, the last one, number seven, enjoy the marathon and kick ass. The training for the marathon is absolutely amazing. Like the marathon doesn't start at the starting line. It literally started from when he decided to take this journey. And I know for me, the entire time I was running, um, as you can imagine, four hours of running, you're lost in your thoughts. And I, I kind of recap my entire journey of running here from downloading the Nike Run Club app to um, running the half marathon to getting through all these um, and learning about fueling and learning about the runner's high. And just it was an amazing experience. And, and it still is something that no one can take away from me. It's 26.2 miles It is literally from a man, a poor man in Greece running from marathon to Athens to deliver a message and dying in the process. And to honor him, we now run it for sport to show him that we've improved above his capability. I, I, but you get what I mean. It's crazy, you know, that it is literally derived from someone dying uh, and delivering a, a, a victory message and dying in the process. And now we literally rent it for sport. Um, so I highly encourage you guys to actually train for that. It is one of the best feelings in the world. It is literally that renter's high being smoked out of a giant renter's high bong that is packed with an edible that is laced with mushrooms. That is literally how great it feels. If I can ever imagine what that would feel like. Um, now hope you guys enjoyed this list. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, this next week, I'm going to actually go over the same kind of a format with regards to competing for the physique competition, because this is the first time I've ever competed for that. Um, so if you guys also like the way I set up this podcast, like vice the way I did before, let me know, email me shiftyqlc at gmail.com. Also, if you guys are interested in that workshop that I described before, literally get rid of that dad bod, uh, before Christmas or at least improve on it for the New Year's. Don't make it a New Year's resolution. Make it a permanent solution. If you guys are looking for that, it can literally stem from this four-day workshop. 
Email me at shiftyq at gmail.com. Also get a contact me at shiftyq.org. All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And until next week, I love you guys. Deuce.